Thanks for joining me for another MicroConf Refresh episode of the MicroConf Podcast. This week's episode is a quick fix from Asia Orangio about paying off your analytics debt. She thinks paying off your analytics debt as early as possible will clear up a lot of question marks later on in your business. It's a timely and tactical and well-communicated quick fix, and we really enjoyed having Asia as part of MicroConf Remote. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, hello. Okay, my name is Asia, and I am the CEO and founder of Demand Maven. And the question is, what's a quick fix that you can implement now in order to make your business way easier to run in the future? And hands down, I have to say, it's paying off your analytics debt today, right now, if you possibly can. What is analytics debt? Well, it's actually based off of a term that uh, you might actually already know, especially if you're a technical founder or a co-founder. Uh, you might have heard of technical debt or code debt, which basically just means as you implement certain parts of your product, there's going to be certain parts of the code base and even just certain investments technology-wise that over time prevent you from growing in some kind of way. It could also just be impacting overall operations. The code base isn't as efficient, especially as the product and the business grows and matures, especially so as you start making certain decisions about how certain features are implemented, how certain things are coded, and also how certain parts of the platform, again, are implemented, you over time just naturally incur this technical debt. You'll have to naturally start making decisions about if you tackle rebuilding certain parts of your product or even uh, replacing certain technologies. And also what's just kind of okay to kind of turn a blind eye to for now, but knowing that you'll get to it and fix it or replace it in the next six months could even be up to several years. And not all technical debt is necessarily bad debt. You naturally incur it it's really up to you, the founders, the engineering team, and then of course the product team to decide what makes more sense to tackle now versus later. But as long as you are aware of the choices that you make and also the choices that you don't make, that's, that's, what, uh, that's what technical debt is all about. And analytics debt is the same exact concept except it's applied specifically to your analytics. It might sound really shocking, but there's actually businesses out there right now today who have reached 20K in MRR or 50K in MRR, and they have no idea what the top channels are that contribute to overall marketing growth or just overall acquisition. They have no idea what the top features are that someone needs to execute in order to most likely become a paying customer. There's, there's so much from acquisition to activation to retention that is relatively unknown. And part of this is because there's no overall... Uh, analytics strategy or plan in order to really figure out how to measure the ultimate things that you need to measure in order to make good decisions. And on top of that, the interesting part about analytics debt is that it really starts from day one. It really starts from day one, building the product, and then of course, launching it, going to market with the product and deciding what are the features and just customer segments that we need to be able to measure and what, how do certain cohorts over time perform. Analytics debt is, uh, it's extremely common. And I work with early stage SaaS companies on reaching those very first growth milestones. And I've got to say, it's an extremely common thing. It's very normal. If you are experiencing analytics debt in any kind of way right now, let me just say that it's absolutely normal, but I will also encourage you to pay it off now if you can. You don't want to get to 15K MRR or even 30K MRR, honestly, even 10K MRR and have zero idea about where those customers came from, how they found you. And the cool part about uh, analytics debt is that you can technically start now with really simple 
really simple tools, uh, even free tools. So Google Analytics is probably one of the most common analytics tools that you can use to measure overall marketing performance. So how does the website perform? How does certain channels perform? What, what, what is the overall behavior just from traffic? It could also just be demos if you're more of a demo model versus a free trial model. How does overall marketing perform? And then you can also get into much more complex platforms over time, like uh, Full Story or Amplitude or Mixpanel Heap, and start looking more at product-specific analytics. So how do certain cohorts behave in the product? How do certain customer segments uh, convert in the product based off of where you've acquired them from? And also, what are just the most important behaviors to become a paying customer? These are questions that you don't want to go too long not knowing the answer to. It's so critical to pay it off now. Now, if you can, because the interest can actually set you back entire years, especially if you get to a certain growth point, growth gets stagnant. And again, you have no idea how to troubleshoot it. You have no idea where everything comes from. There's really three kinds of analytics that, that I've identified. Uh, and and there's I'm sure there's certainly more, but the most common ones hands down are uh, product analytics, marketing analytics, and of course, business analytics. Product analytics, I mentioned a few platforms already, but you can look at things like uh, uh, even uh, user list. There's also mixed panel amplitude. And then of course, there's marketing analytics. Some of the most common platforms have to do more with attribution. And then of course, just overall website performance. Google Analytics, I would say is extremely common to start with and then layering on complexity over time using tools like maybe a HubSpot or um, it really just depends of course on your business from there. And then lastly, there's business analytics, just very simple uh, metrics and KPIs like lifetime value or average revenue per user. Uh, how long does a particular cohort stay with you of customers? And what is the overall retention after six months, 12 months? Being able to answer those questions with like a subscription metrics platform, something like ProfitWell or Bear Metrics or ChartMogul. And uh, again, like this, this tackles more, maybe more of the subscription side. And then at the end of the day, especially if you uh, are technical, you can, of course, leverage your own database of information to pull whatever number of reports you need to pull. But just make sure that you actually can and make sure also that you have a plan for thinking about what are some of the unknowns in your business today and then start figuring out like what are the tasks that we need to uh, define so that we can start tackling that. This is my quick fix. I really hope that that was helpful. Pay off your analytics debt now if you can. You Again, you just you don't want to get too long or, or too far into your growth process not knowing certain answers. So if you can tackle them now, do it. If you have the means to, do it. And you don't have to be com super complex from day one. Like I said, you can use something simple like Google Analytics and then layer on complexity over time. But you really want to be able to answer some of those fundamental questions. Thanks again. Have a good one. As always, thank you for joining me again this week for this MicroConf Refresh episode. If you're enjoying these, I would really appreciate a five-star review in whatever app you use to consume your podcasts. And I will see you again next Tuesday morning.